With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Right, I've taken some of your cool time with my tirade at the start, but uh, I just had to get it off my chest. So we haven't had any calls yet because you've probably been waiting for me to finish my rant, and that's okay. 0800-150-811. So we've still got an open slather, and we'll keep it going if we don't hear back from New Zealand football. So Captain K, as soon as you hear back that they're coming on or they're not coming on, you just come and belt it in my headphones that uh, it's confirmed or not confirmed. But don't relent. Don't relent. Don't let up. I definitely want to hear from them, see if we can find out what was behind it all. You got the feeling Danny wanted to stay. You got the feeling that a few of the senior players wanted him to stay. But it was the next level down that I'm hearing, maybe not all was so so good. Uh, the recipe wasn't so good. So let's go to the phones uh, and join Scott out of Wellington. G'day, Scott. Afternoon, Steffi. How are you going? I'm pretty pissed off, actually, for the Mad Butcher in particular. Oh, exactly. When when that came through, when uh, Smithy said about that, it's um, you know, you, you know what he's done for charity. Uh, you know, he he looks after anyone. It doesn't matter where you come from, society or anything. He he's there to to look after you. And I've met him a few times at a few different functions, and um, you know, you couldn't ask for a more generous, nice nice person. And for that to happen to him. Um, after everything he's done is, is just shocking. And I, I've got a sign Warriors jersey at home. It hangs on the wall with pride. So I can only imagine all the ones he has hanging up at, at his lounge at the stadium. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not sitting there at the moment, which uh, they need to get back there as fast as they can. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. And it's, and it's not so much what they've taken, it's who they've taken it from that really irks me. Exactly, exactly. For, as I say, for someone that, that gives so much and ask for so little in return, um, oh, just, you, you can't say what you really want to say on the radio is what I, what I yeah. really want to say with that. I'm the same, mate. <laughs> I, I really had to temper myself. <laughs> oh, exactly. And then just on the um, the Danny Hay one as well, it's um, it's an interesting one. Obviously, as you say, you know, there's, there's two sides to every story. I mean, the downside to it is, um, you know, you, you're basically starting again. Um, which which is probably the hardest thing, especially for New Zealand football when they don't get a heap of games. You, you, you've only got limited games and to have to basically restart with a new coach and for them to bring in their own systems, it's, um, you know, it's an interesting decision, but um, it'll be interesting to, to hear what New Zealand football actually have to say on that. 
Yeah, I really hope we do hear back from them and we can get them. We've rung, text and emailed. We've tried everything. Maybe we'll we'll fax them and send a pigeon as well, see if we can get the message through to get them to come on because the because <laughs> the people would love to hear it, you know? The pe- and I'll give them an open I'll give them an open mic and they can say whatever they want. Oh, exactly. And that's all you want. You you just want to know the the reasoning behind it because like as you say with many things, speculation starts coming out and this person heard this, this person heard that and, and you don't actually know what the truth is at the end of the day. Mm, bang on. Bang on. Because if they don't if they don't say anything, I'll start telling you what I've heard. So I want to give them first crack. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough to me. Mm. Good on you, Scott. Thanks for calling, buddy. Cheers, Steffi. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Um, any thoughts on uh, the Danny Hay situation? I really hope we get New Zealand football on. Uh, and the Mad Butcher. Really nice sentiments there out of Wellington from Scott. If you want to join in, 0800 150 811. I will take a break. I will go outside and have some fresh air and just calm the heck down. And I'll join you after the air break. Still pretty fired up. I went out and had a bit of fresh air, had a glass of water. Still pretty fired up. Um... God, I feel for Peter Leach. I really do. Um, and I've been lucky enough to spend put quite a bit of time with Sir Peter and just one of the best blokes. One of the best blokes. Some text messages come through. Um, Hi, sunshine. That's interesting. About those Warriors jerseys. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to read that. Um, Staffy. <laughs> Here's a good idea from Chris. When we find these low lives responsible for these jerseys, can we send Ruben, Wiki, Kevin, Campion, and Monty round to pay them a visit? <laughs> I don't think violence solves violence or solves crime, but I know what you're saying. I was actually just talking to one of our staff outside about what do we do about these blimmin' Ram Raiders? They're all, my, my understanding is, I haven't investigated, they're all blimmin' teenagers that are too young to be processed by the courts and go to jail or, or be locked up and they're just processed and sent back out and they go and do it again. I've heard that it's, it is it is a group, a reasonably large group, but it's the same ones. It's not just different people every weekend, it's the same ones. And they've got this plan worked out and from their point of view, the plan's working. And it's really, you know, and I'm not saying that the Mount Smart Ram Raid is any more important than, you know, Michael Hill jewellers have been smashed. And I actually heard um, uh, Rob Fife, who's the chairman of Michael Hill jewellers, and they have now got spray installed into their Michael Hill outlets, and it's called DNA spray, which will spray the perpetrators. And if they go somewhere, it'll set an alarm off that you're the guys that did it. And he said it's all very well catching them. And he said the police are doing a fantastic job but it's the justice system. And we need justice for these things because they ain't stopping. Where's it going to stop? It's become the flavour of the month and the new story of the day. It's almost like every day we wake up and there's been a ram raid somewhere on some business. And now they're going after bloody jerseys. You know that the whole country's going to be looking at tra- check Trade Me. They're going to be checking eBay. They're going to be checking Amazon, all these places, Facebook Marketplace. I know I will be. I know I will be. And I'll moonlight as a purchaser and go around and pick it up. Don't you worry about that. And I think a lot of New Zealand will. But the real misgiving thing is, if we find them, and you find the jersey, and you find the person selling it, and you report to the police, 
police will bring them in and they'll send them home. They'll go and do it again. It's doing my head in. Absolutely doing my head in. Um, some more text messages. Um, I'm surprised. I'm strangely emotionally hit by the mad butcher news. I can't think of a better bloke in New Zealand, and his love for the Warriors is a symbol of his love for New Zealand. That text message sums it up completely. He will be so hurt. He is so hurt. We wanted to get him on straight away, but we're we're going to make it half past two. Um, he is so hurt. Jeez, I hope they find him. Find them for him. Find them for him. More than finding who did it. I just want them to find them for him. Um, someone else says, give Sir Mad Butcher free reign on the radio, the, the, the bees. And if someone did complain to the Standards Authority, we'll set up and give a little page and pay the fine. <laughs> I tell you what. Um, I was going to say I'm looking forward to getting the Mad Butcher on, but I'm sort of not either because I just feel for the bloke so much. On the Danny Hay situation, uh, someone's texting saying, expect player retirements from the All-Whites now. Um, we've always already seen Winston Reid go. I don't know if that that will be the case. I'm not 100% sure if that'll be the case. Um, but I really hope more comes out. I really do hope more comes out about the reason behind the, this decision. I'm led to believe a lot of it is financial. Like with these international windows... Uh, through the year, which I can't remember off the top of my head, but the next one, there's no games lined up for the All Whites. None. So do you keep a coach on and do you keep him on the payroll? Do you just say, right, we're going to park it for another six months, go and find another coach, we just can't afford to do it now? Finances are an important thing. You can't just you can't just keep finding money where it isn't. The not making the World Cup, Cup has cost New Zealand football millions like in excess of 10 in excess of 12 million dollars that's a lot that is a lot I've always wondered why New Zealand football didn't kick on in the first World Cup that they made and then they made the second one and I thought they'll learn their lessons from the last one from not from not cashing in in inverted commas not money but um, the awareness around New Zealand football that there was at the last World Cup I thought we would have had a good program in place We'd, we're a much more um, attractive proposition to play because we've been at that World Cup but now it's dropped off again and now we've missed another World Cup does that form part of this weird Danny Hay jigsaw um, financially um, personalities I understand there were some issues in there as well um, favouritism potentially I always have to say potentially and allegedly um, because that's what it is at the moment um, I just feel like there's a massive smoke screen at the moment we won't find out the truth behind the decisions unless people are p- prepared to blow the smoke away have we heard anything from New Zealand football yet Kez? nothing nothing we're constantly chasing them up you're welcome to give us a call on either of those subjects. <clears throat> I like doing positive, but we have to address the negative when it happens too, and it's happening. It, it's happening at the moment. So really keen on your thoughts. 0800 150 811 is the number to give us a yell. Mikey out of Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. G'day, Staffy. Hey, just on those uh, two things um, regarding Matt, there's two words that come to mind, one for each one. One is um, 
consequences, or shall we say lack of. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that plagues sport, plagues society. Um, people can just do anything these days. doesn't matter. You mm. know, you can sign a contract, don't have to go through with it. You can steal something, don't go to jail. So lack of consequences is a big thing. Um, and then regarding the uh, Danny Hay thing, which blows my mind for, for the biggest sport everywhere else in the world except here, um, because mediocrity. It seems that the people in charge just love mediocrity. Uh, and I guess they're banking on the next uh, World Cup cycle that they'll just get in just because. But it won't matter because we'll just be there to make up numbers and we won't play very well because we don't have great coaches. Um, Danny Hay, I mean, if you've got the top players saying that Danny Hay is the guy that is there that they need and they play for teams that demand excellence, isn't that who you would want to listen to? Obviously, we don't know the full story, but um, sounds like uh, New Zealand soccer or football is going down the road of mediocrity. Yeah, and if there are issues in the camp, and if there are certain allegations, as a governing body, govern, sort them. It's like when a player's not playing well enough and you've got a coach, coach them to play better. So govern your football, govern your sport in the country to make it better. Don't just dismiss people. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that what team is supposed to be about? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't just be the coach and the guys on the pitch. It's got to be the, everybody. Mm. Mucking them together, sitting down around the table and go, okay, there's a few issues. I mean, I guess it'll all come out in the wash, or mind you, maybe it won't. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the usual, let everyone just talk about it. We, we, we'll we just let everyone speculate. Mm. Um, it always takes me yeah. back, and, and I've probably told it on here before, the time that South Africa and the Springboks were imploding a little bit, and Victor Matfield called the whole team in to the dressing room, in, into the team room at the hotel, kicked out the manager, everyone. It was just the players, and he took in... I don't know, 10 dozen beers and he closed the door and he locked the door and he said, we're finishing these and we're not leaving the room till they're finished and we've sorted out this team. And they sorted it. They sorted it. Yeah. It's just yeah. sort and it. Find, find your and way. How, and, and how good was that team? Amazing. Like, you know, find, you find a way through. Um, yeah, I hope they find these jerseys for um, St Peter and, and I look forward to that conversation and I really look forward to seeing what New Zealand football have to say. Because I'm not the I'm a mainly a rugby guy. Um, I used to play football when I was younger. But I mean, they they want to make the sport bigger in this country. Don't do stupid decisions mm. and put them in the spotlight for the wrong reasons. Mm. And tell anyway. us why the decision. Tell us why the decision. Yeah. Anyway, Mike. I, I, I hope you've calmed down a little bit, Steffi. Yep. Oh, a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. The rest of the day. Cheers, mate. <laughs> All right. There is Mikey out of Christchurch. If you want to join in, doesn't look like we're going to get uh, New Zealand football. So we'll take a break for New Zealand, uh, for New Zealand sport and weather, for new sport and weather. We'll keep trying for football though. But in the meantime, let's have an update. Listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness. Still trying to get on um, New Zealand football. Someone to speak to us. We're, we're asking for CEO Pregnell. Um, we'll keep trying. I just thought I'd read you the release that's come out. Um, 
from Andrew Pragnall says, I want to thank Danny for his time as All Whites head coach. There is no doubt he has played a key role in the development of the team during a challenging period for international football. While Danny was offered the opportunity to reapply for the position, we respect his decision not to put himself forward and wish him the best of luck with whatever he chooses to do next. The plan now for New Zealand football is to announce a new All Whites head coach as soon as possible once the recruitment process has been completed. Um, He also said uh, that a campaign debrief had found a lack of alignment between All Whites staff and New Zealand football's high-performance department and that rectifying that would be a major focus. Um... Danny Hayes headed away. Uh, Danny Hay also had the backing of his players, Chris Wood. He said after the Australian series that it would be silly not to reappointment for the next World Cup cycle. Um, Danny Hay now is in Perth. So who knows what the future holds for Danny Hay. Saying that they offered, I'm just going to go back to the top of that, They uh, he was offered the opportunity to reapply. Offered the opportunity to reapply. You can apply if you want, but on what terms, which we don't know. Um, So football fans, talk to me. Uh, Good decision, bad decision. Is there anything that that you know as well? I've heard about divisions. I've heard about issues in the Costa Rica game. Um, But we will see. We will see. We'll go to the phones. You're welcome to call 0800 150 811. G'day, Zade. Hi, yeah, it doesn't sound too good about Danny Hay. Um, I don't think Chris Wood will be too happy about that because he was a good coach and um, he has started to blood some good young players that have been playing in Europe like uh, Marco Stanimic, um, Elijah Just, and a lot of good young players, um, hopefully for the next World Cup because I think they're expanding, so you just have to win Oceania. So um, hopefully we should definitely qualify for the next World Cup and yeah, you're probably right. We probably do lose a lot of money because, like, even if you go in like Europe football and you make the Premier League, or if you get knocked down to the Championship, you lose a lot of money. Or the teams that play in the Champions League get more money if you don't play in the Champions League, obviously. So, um, but yeah, and um, it's going to be interesting tonight: Silver Ferns versus Aussie in the uh, Constellation Cup at Spark. Sure um, is. I think Grayson Week is going to be the key for New Zealand if they've got a chance of winning uh, tonight. And doesn't sound too good about Sir Peter Leach's uh, Ram Red with the Warriors jerseys. It's terrible, isn't it? It's just terrible. Uh, yeah, not too good. So hopefully someone can sort that out. But I don't know if they'll be recovered or not. If you can, I don't know how, they, if how they'll get found out. But just, like you said, there's nothing they can do because they're all under the age of 18. So mm-hmm. what are you really going to do? So I don't know. Yeah. Like, it'd be good for people each if they can get them back because he does sound like quite a nice guy and he loves his Warriors. So He does. Who knows? He's a super nice yeah. guy. If you ever met him, Zade, you'd say he's an absolute champion bloke. He really is. Yeah, yeah. Good on you, buddy. Absolutely, man. Thank you, and um, have a good call with the netball tonight. I will love it. I love it. Really? Thanks, thanks, buddy. All good. Cheers. There's Zade. Um, yeah, if you weren't aware, we are doing uh, live commentary of... The Silver Ferns against the Diamonds. I think our broadcast starts at 7 and uh, centre passes at 7.30.
So a decent little preview for you there as well. A uh, lot, lot, lot of ground to cover. Uh, Michaela Sokolic-Beetson, former Silver Fern herself, will be joining me in co-commentary. And then we'll also give you the game on Sunday. Uh, I think that's 7 o'clock as well. Looking for confirmation, not getting it. And uh, co-commentary there will be Brooke Lever on Sunday coming out of Tauranga. Now that's a sellout, the one in Tauranga. It almost sold out straight away, but there's still much bigger venue, Spark Arena. But uh, I would encourage you to go live. It's a fantastic game live. And don't forget at 5 o'clock the men are playing the Aussie men as well. So you get two games for the price of one, which is uh, which is great. Uh, it's fantastic. Someone has said Danny Hay has posted a nice message. We can't find it. So that person there, can you either ring us and read us that message or send us a link to that message? Because I'd love to see what Danny Hay uh, has posted. Uh, the phone number ending in 612, if you're still listening. Um, I'd love to see his message. Um, Kiss says he's going to call him. Um, oh, you're going to call the texter. Oh, maybe. No, they're calling. Oh, no, we're calling them. If Danny Hay, here's a text message, if Danny Hay is a money issue, why are there no home games? You can't make money when you don't have a product. And budgeting on a World Cup that we have only made twice is foolish. My understanding is the tricky thing about um, hosting games is when you host a game, you you have to pay everything for the team to get here. So not only just the stadium... But the teams, flights, accommodation, bloody, bloody, blah, and it's a real long way for any team to come, except for Australia and the Pacific Islands. Um, so that's why we always seem to go. Uh, we always seem to go. So um, I know financial is a massive hurdle for New Zealand football. I know that, and that's why there's so much importance on making World Cups. And I'll be interested to see if um, Fred De Jong can tell us how many dollars is actually involved in missing or the, the opportunity or cost of not making the World Cup I think financially is quite a massive burden. Give us a yell if you want to talk on any of those subjects. 0800 150 We'll be back after a break. Uh, great listener, Linda and Andrew. Uh, they've sent me the Danny Hay um, statement and he says It's been an absolute pleasure being at the helm of the All Whites over the past three years and I want to sincerely thank the players and the staff for their unwavering commitment to the team during that time. Being a part of the development and implementations of cultural process for the All Whites that allows players and staff to connect deeply back to Aotearoa New Zealand and each other is something that I'm incredibly proud of. That connection piece, along with the courage to play a style of football that represented us as New Zealanders, will hopefully stand the team in good stead as they move towards the 2026 World Cup. This exciting group of players showed the world at the Tokyo Olympics and in the intercontinental playoff against Costa Rica a glimpse of what the future holds. It is very bright. I know they will do their country proud and I wish them all well in their future endeavours. And just, um, I'm going to find this tweet that uh, Gordy sent out. If I can try and find it. Sorry, bear with me. Okay, so um, Don McKinnon's review. So Don McKinnon, he was the former Deputy PM, I think. Um, these are some words that Andrew Gordy's tweeted out uh, in that review, uh, in McKinnon's words. The all-whites in New Zealand football's high-performance staff operated almost entirely independently of each other in silos for much of the campaign. 
Some of the New Zealand coaches and senior players had little trust in New Zealand football's high-performance staff, the CEO being one noticeable exception, and there remains a strong sense within this group that New Zealand football as an organisation lacks sufficient professional football experience. Fairly strong words there. To the phones we go to Wellington. Simon. G'day, Simon. Beth, how are you? Good, man. Good. Hey, um, yeah, a bit of a silver lining in that comment from uh, Danny Hay, but it also represents uh, where New Zealand football and versus the world we sort of sit at, and it obviously comes down to a lot of the financial... Uh, financial gain that you can get out of football but obviously not getting it out of New Zealand and so you've got the separation of the high performance New Zealand versus you know the Chris Woods and the Stamoviches that play in Europe and their interpretation of high performance as well Mm. and then the other question I was going to ask you is what's your interpretation of reapplying versus being re-offered a role? Bang on. Down to your Contract being ripped up, and then they're just basically renegotiating, renegotiating it, and then there's going to be obviously a financial slip or gain. Yeah, like welcome to reapply is very different to we'd like you to stay on, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean that must be obviously sort of a, a kick in the teeth for him, probably thinking you know I've done pretty bloody well over the last few years with New Zealand football, and he has. I think better out of most coaches, but then getting the somber, the somber communication, having to reapply because obviously there's been changes. You know, not qualifying for the World Cup, obviously not getting the financials out of that to keep it going. Uh, having to now get an automatic qualification to the World Cup, doesn't that sort of also have a gain as well? Look, it does. I felt like we were. It's almost like we had to draw a line in the sand, and I know New Zealand football's done that, but I felt like we were in a really good space. We've got really good players representing in a number of international leagues or world-renowned leagues all overseas. Danny Hayes seemed to have them clicking. He's probably got his faults, but work with those faults. Surely there were more ticks than crosses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that everybody has to deal with that in any job or sport or game that you play in. You've got to work with what you've got. Um, but probably the second part of that is that he's probably got told that you know there's probably not going to be no football games for New Zealand in the next six or twelve months. Mm. What are you going to do? Mm. Sit with a so-called high-performance team that independently work by themselves yeah. to tell international players that they've got to do something different. Well, don't know how that's going to work. These. There hasn't been many good news stories come in New Zealand football, has there, over the last few years? And and the only ones I can think of, apart from the players, was the appointment of Danny Hay and the style of, of football that they were playing. And you go back through the coaches, the administrators, it's just been cock-up after cock-up. Yeah, that's a real shame. It doesn't help that I read an article during the week that, um, you know, even the New Zealand Amateur League football is under certain investigations for, you know, betting and yep. all sorts of carry on there. So, I mean, they're just it's just one of those things. They're not having a good luck. I mean, you know, I really, really hope as a football fan, you know, they could, they're going to turn it around and we're going to see some really positive changes. I mean, just look at the Phoenix coming through. You know, they've had to live in Aussie for two years. They made, what, the top six last year, yep. got knocked out, and they've had to deal with oh, even worse circumstances than New Zealand football. And they've, they've come out of it really strong, you know, uh, the coaches are sticking around. They've obviously got a really good support system down here in Wellington. Got the players 
that they can work with. You know, it's probably not what they really want, but they're working with it. So there is, there is, there's a silver line. It can work. Mm. And, and right people, right time. Yeah, my, my feelings and my sentiments are for you, football fan. I'm not a football person, but there are a ton of you out there who just want to get behind a national program, a domestic program, and let it fly. But. Um, there seems to be seagulls flying in football's engines all the time and they just can't get off the ground. Yeah, I mean, 100% true, but also as a football fan, our expectations are like our teams that we like to support in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Money money drives it all. (laughs) Money drives it. (laughs) It does, Simon. Let's hope there's some good news around the corner for football soon. Thanks for calling, buddy. Cheers. Simon out of Wellington. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.